Welcome to Illuminating the Scriptures, a study of Nevi'im. In this series, we explore the words of the prophets and delve into the meaning and significance of these sacred texts. Sefer Yeshaya, the book of Isaiah, verses 1 through 8. A little introductory statement over the next, about the next several chapters. The next several chapters are prophecies that in, through, in which the prophet addresses foreign nations. He's not speaking about the Jewish people. He, he's talking about different nations, starting with Babel, Babylon. And the question is, what is the... I mean, this book is written for the Jewish people. And what was the point of putting this prophecy in here? And, and you know, keeping in mind the concept that it's only those prophecies that were necessary for all generations that were written. Why is this a message for the generations? And the understanding I have is that each of these nations that is being rebuked, destruction is predicted about them. The concept is that each of these nations had a certain pattern of negative qualities. In the case of Babylon, it was greed, a desire for power, a cruelty, etc. There's a certain picture we have of Babylon of, of, of its cruelty and its evil and its wickedness. And the lesson for the generations is that this type of wickedness, this particular type of wickedness, meets up with this type of destruction, meets up with this type of tragedy, meets up with this type of breaking. And that's the way God runs the world, is that if you're going to be cruel, you're going to be wicked, you're going to be oppressive, you're going to be a persecutor, this is what's going to happen, and there's a lesson for all of us. So let us begin. Verse 1. Masa Bavel. The prophecy as it relates to Bavel. The word Masa is literally means a burden, but this is a burden that the, the, the prophet carried. In other words, he carried the words of God, and this, these words are weighty, and they, they carry in it what God is, is going to do. We spoke about this concept, is that when God speaks words through the prophet, it is through these words the uttering of these words, the saying of these words, that God's purpose is accomplished. So Masa Bavel, the prophecy of Bavel, Babylon, Asher Chaza, that he envisioned, that he saw, Yishayo ben Amit, this is the name of Isaiah, Isaiah the son of Amit. Alhar Nishpe Seunes, on a high mountain, lift up a banner. Simple understanding is that now the prophet is introducing this concept that God is calling, so to speak, the armies of the nations, mainly with Persia and media that are going to destroy Babel, destroy Babylon. It seemed like other nations participated in this destruction. And the imagery that the prophet is giving us is if God himself is commanding this battle and he's lifting a banner, gathering, you know, calling the nations, signaling to the nations to come against Babylon. Another way of interpreting this phrase, this opening phrase in verse 2, is that Nishpe is, uh, means tranquil, and it's not where he's lifting the banner. Rather, it's against whom he's lifting the banner. It's against Babylon, against Babel, who is sitting tranquilly and securely. Harimu Kailahem, lift your voice to them. I'm continuing reading the verse. Hanifu Yad, wave your hand. In other words, there was a motion of trying to call these people to come. Let them enter the gates or the doorways of the rulers. Babylon, Babel was a superpower, it was a country that ruled over other countries, and therefore the people of that country are called the Nadivim. Nadivim generally means generous ones, 
but they're people with all the money, with all the power, with all the wealth. Verse 3 is God talking. It was I. I commanded the, the ones who I designated. In other words, the, the enemies that of Babylon, specifically Persia, Amidia, Parasamadai, that were coming to destroy Babel, destroy, to, to destroy Babylon, they were God's designated people. They were God's designated people for this particular task. I called my warriors for my anger. In other words, the, the warriors of Persia, God considers them the warriors that represent his anger. Alize Gavasi, those carefree, joyous ones, which are an expression of my haughtiness, of my strength and my power. We have in Exodus 15:1, when God destroys Egypt, he, he's haughty over Egypt. So here, when he's destroying Bavel, these soldiers of Persia are expressing God's haughtiness over Bavel. Kail, verse 4, a voice of a multitude in the mountains, the Mus Amrav, an image of a, a great nation or a, a very large nation, a, a nation of numerous people. Or let's break that up. The voice, the tumult, kingdoms, nations are gathering. Hashem Savakais, the Lord of hosts, is commanding an army of battle. In other words, we have this picture over here of as if it's as if it will be one nation when in fact it's not. It's a conglomeration, it's many nations, a coalition of nations that are all gathering with a tumult and they represent more than one kingdom and they're coming to fight against Bavel. And in truth, what's happening behind the scenes is that it's God himself, the Lord God, who is commanding this army. Verse 5, They come from a distant land, from the end of the heavens. Hashem, the Lord, and the instruments of his wrath, the vessels of his anger, to destroy the entire land. So the picture we get over here that it's that one way we can understand this is that the armies of Persia are the implement of God's wrath to destroy the earth. The destroy the earth over here doesn't mean literally the earth because obviously Persia wasn't destroyed. It was Bavel that was destroyed. It means to say is the as it relates to Bavel, this is their whole world and this is what's going to be destroyed. Another way of understanding it is this expression of the entire land is going to be destroyed is that since Bavel was the superpower which everyone looked up to, when that falls, it, it shook everybody up. We have this image of God coming with his implements of wrath. Helilu, cry out, because the, the day of the Lord, in other words, the day of the Lord's revenge is verse 6. Helilu, call out, the day of the Lord is close. In other words, this day of God's revenge or God's punishment that he's bringing. Like, like a devastation that's coming from the powerful one. Or another way of interpreting this is is like devastation, but it's coming from the Lord. It's coming from God. There's one of God's names. Alkane, verse 7. Alkane, kol yodayim tirpena. Every hand will be weakened. And all hearts of man will melt away. It's describing the, the fear that will overtake the people of Babylon. They'll panic. They'll become confused. They'll be grabbed by 
pains and cramps. They'll tremble like a woman in childbirth. In other words, giving this picture of someone who's losing control of his body because of his fear. They will turn, they will, the word yismo means they will wonder, they will be confused. In other words, they'll turn their confusion one towards each other. The, the face of flings is their, is their face. And one way of understanding this is it's describing the Babylonians, which, which means their, 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 their face will be such expressions of fear and pain. It will look, you'll see their face. It will be as if it's flaming with redness or, or their expressions of fear will be so, you know, expressive and powerful that as if, as if it's uh, flamed up.